Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank our friends at Premium Bar Products for sponsoring this episode. If you're ready to step up your game at your home bar, check out premiumbarproducts.com to choose from their wide selection of glassware, all of which can be custom engraved with your personal message or logo. And there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we're doing another Craft Distillery Monday. Yeah. And when when the big chief can't get his hands on weeded bourbon, next best thing is... Well, besides weeded beers, weeded whiskey. Yeah, weeded whiskey. So today on the show, uh, we've got a weeded whiskey. And this weeded whiskey, you brought it back. You did a road trip out to the West Coast. You were out in Oregon. Yeah. Fishing trip. Fishing trip with my brother. Yeah. And uh, and you were traveling, uh, you know, through Oregon. And, uh, of course, when you travel, you're still doing whiskey. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, somebody, they, some people probably saw me on Instagram or on our Facebook page. I drank a little bit of, we drank an entire bottle of uh, the Buffalo Trace out there. And then we also drank some Luxro root beer whiskey just to try it out we drink a bottle of that introduce some people to bourbon out there and had a great time but we'd stopped at this place to eat um it's mcminimans and they've got 58 locations across oregon and washington state and uh great food there's lodges there so the place we'd stop was the grand lodge it was a masonic home uh kind of a you know, that's where Masons would go and uh, kind of a nursing home for them, I guess. Sure. Um, but they turned this place into a hotel and a restaurant. We went in there to eat after we got finished flying to, out to Portland and stuff. And we're leaving and I look in a gift shop and there's a whole bunch of whiskey bottles in there. So I just gravitated right over there. Yeah. <laughs> So you're looking, your your eyes are trying to focus in on something you haven't had before. Most definitely. So that's all they have there um, is their whiskeys. And I gravitated to one that said weed on the front of it with a billy goat with weed in its mouth. Um, and, you know, I was cracking up laughing a little <laughs> bit. Um, but I saw wheat and I was like, man, I'm interested in this. And the thing I wanted to make sure was that the, they were making this themselves. That That's very important to us, you know, is that we try to get somebody on there that's not um, contract distilling. Nothing's wrong with that, right? Right. Or sourced. But this is they're making this themselves. So Menon's Billy Whiskey is crafted in small batches at the Cornelius Pass Roadhouse Distillery. Okay. And this is actually four years old. Yeah, I saw that. And I also noticed that it was actually distilled in a cognac still. Yeah. That's from, pretty cool. From France. Now, I don't know how much difference that, that is. Yeah. Do you I, know the difference? I don't know. I'm sure they're, they've got to be a little bit different. But um, but they said an ancient one, right? So. Yeah, that's what it says. Um, now, they had another whiskey called Billy's Bite. I That didn't pique my interest so much as this. This was $35 for this bottle. 
um, had the goat on there with weed in his mouth. And I was like, I got to bring this back. It'd be a good laugh for me and you <laughs> to laugh about it a little bit. Um, but, you know, still whiskey. Um, now, this is $35. Not a bad price for this whiskey. 87 proof, right? Yeah, 87 proof. Uh, what you expect out of some little craft distilleries. Now, they got 58 locations selling this at, and you can buy it in liquor stores there. So, you know, that's pretty good distribution. So we've got we've got a, a large number of listeners in the Northwest, in Oregon, in Washington State. If you're out there and you're hearing this, listen close. You might, you might our review might pique your interest. Or if you're traveling out there, you know, and you're always wanting to stop by something. We got a lot of listeners that travel for business and, you know, they're kind of like me. They want to peruse those whiskey shelves or they might go into the Grand Lodge, get themselves a meal and go in the gift shop and Grab himself a bottle of whiskey. All right. Well, let's get to it, Mike. Let's do it. I'm getting a little bit of banana note on this for some reason. Yeah, it's very sweet. Um, extremely sweet on the nose for me. I think I mentioned to you I was getting a little hint of a medicinal note, but I may be I may be wrong about that. That that might not be a medicinal note. It might just be a little bit of like menthol you know kind of a menthol note to it i'm getting a little bit of a little bit of spice i don't know if maybe that's what you're getting is that mint mm-hmm. um and it wouldn't be spice from from her eye maybe from the barrel now, it's aged for four years so right. but the aging out there it's got to be different because the temperatures even though they had a heat wave out there uh recently their temperatures aren't that bad on the coast it was cold. It was like 45 degrees at nighttime. It's cold. I, I, I it's cold right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still getting that banana, like Foster's note on there. A little bit of floral notes, which you'd expect with wheat. Yeah, a little bit of spice, not too much. Mostly sweet for me. That little bit of mintiness that I'm getting on the nose. And I, I'm out there you'd expect a wheat i'm glad they're making a wheat because there were miles and miles and miles of just wheat fields in the willamette valley there in the portland area willamette willamette that's a hop yeah willamette hops and there was hops everywhere too (laughs) now they're going through a little bit of dry season but the soil there i would expect it to be um super rich you know great for growing stuff because you know, off in the distance from Portland, you can see Mount St. Helens. And uh, the lady that picked us up, Susie from the airport, she was actually telling us when she was a kid, Mount St. Helens erupted. Um, there were like four inches of just ash everywhere. And they were putting like mason jars and stuff. So I assume that that went into the soil and helped, you know, Better growth, I would assume. Yeah, it either helps it or harms it, but I guess it probably helped it, right? A little yeah. bit of potash or whatever they call that. Yeah, you till that in the soil. And, sure. I mean, I always take my ash out and put it in my garden. And, um, you know, we we got tomatoes bigger than my fist. Mm-hmm. So I would assume volcanic ash helps it out. It does in Hawaii anyways. Yeah. So that was neat to see, and I was glad to see this in this bottle. Well, I'm ready to taste it. Cheers. Let's, let's cheers. Definitely follows the nose. Very sweet up front. 
And I would expect that from a wheat whiskey, I think. That's probably kind of what you would expect. A little bit different to me. Um, Almost beer type on this. I'm getting a little bit of, I don't know. But I still get a little bit of banana on it. A little bit of sweetness, like you said. Yeah, it's just for me, it's soft. It's sweet. It's um, It's got a little bit of a zing to it. Um, probably I'm trying to think of what that zing is. It's like a little bit of clove, just a tad yeah, bit of clove. maybe a little bit of clove. Uh, the mint's kind of carrying over a little bit, but it's light. It uh, It's kind of watery. You know, it's not very thick. But 87 proof, you'd kind of think that, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Let me tell you what I'm getting out of this, Jim. Yeah. Whorehound candy. Are you really? Whorehound candy. I mean, you've talked about that many a time on uh-huh. here, and some people have asked us what whorehounds are. It's uh, It's kind of a medicinal candy from like tractor supply or cracker barrel or somewhere like that you can get them um yeah probably the best well-known place to get them at is is cracker barrel yeah <clears throat> but they're a little bit they're kind of a i don't say a little bit a little bit of sassafras but at the same time a little bit of licorice kind of a licorice sassafras um anise like a mixture of a cough drop <laughs> yeah like a cough drop candy so yeah. maybe maybe when I said medicinal to start with, that's kind of where I was leaning. I was leaning towards that sort of cough droppy kind of note. Yeah, I'd like to see this at a higher proof somewhere in that 100 proof, you know, I think would be maybe it wouldn't be so watery. Um, with that many locations, you got to wonder what they can produce off that steel and how big that steel is and how far they got to stretch it. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the name of this Billy Whiskey. I'm thinking back to the 80s and uh billy beer remember billy beer wasn't that old uh bill clinton's uh no it was uh no it was uh jimmy carter's little brother jimmy carter there you go is billy carter and billy beer billy beer (laughs) a family disgrace right (laughs) this ain't bad i mean for local whiskey at 35 dollars um you know i don't know I, i was glad to buy it you know, support a local place, grab some whiskey, bring it back. I don't know that I can mix this with anything because it's 87 proof. Yeah, I, I think this is a, an, an interesting bottle. It certainly is one that, you know, tells part of a tale of the trip you were on. You know, fishing trip to Oregon. Caught yourself a salmon, didn't you? I caught one salmon. I was expecting to catch a lot more stuff. And it was just, uh, we went out and fished in the ocean. And it was pretty rough out there. Everybody else thought it was rough. I was like, ah, it's just all right, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of used to that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we actually got to see the Coast Guard out there working with a helicopter and uh, the rescue swimmers being dropped in the water. So that's kind of neat to kind of get back to my roots. And that's a surf surf station right there, Tillamook Bay is. So it was nice to see that. We did catch... Just a couple crabs. We caught 46 Dungeness crabs or keepers. We caught a lot more than that. We had to throw back some. You got to throw back the females and you got to measure the males, make sure they're the right size. And uh, so we caught 46 Dungeness crabs. And uh, the folks I'd, we were staying with had never had a uh, crab boil before. So we did a crab boil, kind of did my our way. We did yeah. the Zatarans in there. We did a. Uh, 
a dozen eggs, corn on the cob, potatoes, and crabs. And uh, man, it was good. I bet they they just they were like. Usually, I said, "Well, how do you eat these crabs?" He's like, "Oh, he's usually boil them up in salt water. That's how how they usually do it." Is that Rand's that, that crab boil stuff, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that makes it good. Shrimp, shrimp boil. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, shrimp boil, crawfish boil. The thing about that shrimp boil, you got to keep in mind is you, you don't want to do it in the house with the windows closed. Do you? Oh no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> we were out by a fire, and uh, we we had a great time out there. Is that cayenne pepper? Yeah, I, I don't even know if they. Some of them might have thought that was a little spicy, but um, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves out there. Jason Rice uh, with Hammerhead Guide Service, he was who we went out there to see. And I had introduced him to Buffalo Trace. He's like, man, this is good whiskey right here. Um, but I told him, I said, I'm going to find some whiskeys here. So I found this Billy Wheat whiskey, and I, I was, I'm glad I did. I'm yeah. glad I found it. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you had it on the show. Now, you know, it's probably something that uh, only a portion of our listeners are going to be able to get their hands on, uh, either those that live in the Northwest or those that are traveling to the Northwest. Um, but I would say give it a shot. It's great to try something new that you've never had before. Um, I don't know what the particular benefits are to distilling in a cognac still. Maybe that gives it some of these um flavors that we're getting now i don't know uh, but it is interesting it is different it's solid there's not a thing wrong with it no i'm not getting anything bitter from it it's very sweet um for sure i'm still getting that banana taffy from it maybe a little bit of salt water I, you know and i start thinking about the ocean but when you think of oregon the oregon coast you, you think of that but Wilma valley is two two and a half hours inland from the from the coast uh so this is getting salt water. I don't think so. The aging process is different there than it is here. Yeah. What would it be there? This might be more of a Ireland, I would think, uh, temperatures. Yeah. I mean, it does have a little bit of what I'm tasting is I am getting that sort of the Irish sense. It, I, I don't know if this has, a, I don't know what the mash bill is. I don't know if this is, if this is a wheat whiskey is 100% wheat. They didn't say it. Probably got a little bit of malted barley in it. More maybe, maybe, maybe even a little bit more than we might think because I'm kind of picking that up. Now, that they are known for making malt out there, you know, uh, barley, two-row barley, I guess, is what they make in Oregon. And that, that was something nice to see. Um, I rather like this. This is a great summer sipping whiskey. It is. Yeah. Um, would be good. And I have no doubt me and you'll polish this off right here. Yeah, I think we could. Um, and it's, it's got a funny goat holding wheat in its mouth. That's yeah. kind of a funny label. <laughs> you know, throwback maybe 70s. Maybe that maybe that goat ate some of the wacky weed out there. There you go. There you go. It looks like he's got a, yeah, got a piece of wheat sticking out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah it's kind of... Uh, medium to long finish on this for this wheat whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm impressed with it. Now, is that cognac? I would imagine they're doing a, a sweet mash on this. Uh, you think? Yeah, because they're probably only doing one mash at a time, you think? You know, one cook at a time? Yeah. I, I can't imagine them doing it another way. Yeah, the only the only thing is uh, you know worrying about the cleanliness, you know that that steam cleaning every time you got to steam sure. clean that still between every batch. But maybe they are. Maybe that's a question to go, to ask them. But still, a, a 
35 bucks, uh, craft, a true craft distillery, um, in Oregon. It just shows that when you get on the road to, to go visit somewhere and you're a whiskey person, a whiskey nerd like us, um, go out there and find something local. Don't stick to the big five here in Kentucky or, you know, venture out there and taste something different. Um, open those eyes a little bit, you know, and sometimes you got to hit something besides the bourbon road. You got to hit the, the wheat whiskey road or the Irish whiskey road or single malt road, whatever you, whatever you tickles your fancy, you know, go out there and venture out a little bit and try something new. You might, you might find something that you totally just dig. Absolutely. Well, Mike, where can people find us on the internet? You can find us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Heck, Twitter, man, what else are they going to come up with next? I don't know, but we'll be there. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Keeps us busy. Keeps us busy, Jim. We also are on uh, Facebook with a private Facebook group called The Bourbon Roadies. 2,200 strong and growing every day with uh, like-minded people. Three rules to follow in there. Are you 21? Do you like bourbon? Jim, you like bourbon? I love bourbon. Yeah, I do too. And do you agree to play nice because we don't tolerate any what, Jim? No rudeness. We like people to get along. We don't want anybody coming into our group and slamming somebody because they're posting a picture of a bottle that they got while they were in Oregon because we uh, think you ought to be able to post what you're drinking, wherever you got it from. Right? Yeah. I mean, we, we both get on the road, right? Mm-hmm. And we both bring whiskeys back. And we always try to keep an open mind on whiskey. And, um, you know, I think that's where me and you always agree with each other. And we want our group to agree that, hey, that's our, the rules we've set forth in this group. Um, post photos of your retirement with whiskey. Um, if you have a member in the family that's passed away and you're celebrating that life, post a photo of that. You know, and say, we'll all say cheers to that person and the great life they lived, retirement, promotion, whatever's going on in your life. We want to celebrate that. We want to celebrate it with with whiskey, with bourbon, um, with open arms. We welcome you into our group. We hope you join. So that that's us. Yeah. So if you've had a rough time in another group, if you've been uh, uh, slammed or dissed or uh, otherwise made to uh, feel uncomfortable, uh, we've got nothing against bourbon, other bourbon groups. We think they're great. There's a lot of wonderful groups out there, but if you're looking for some place to call home where you're going to be accepted and treated as an equal, uh, regardless of what you're drinking, check out the bourbon roadies. Uh, absolutely. Get into Facebook and search the bourbon roadies and, and sign up and come on in. And, uh, yeah, it's a great group of people. The other thing we don't do is in there is we do not sell whiskey in there. Um, so don't come into our group thinking, hey, I'm going to get to sell some whiskey in there. Uh, we got some great moderators that take care of that for us, take care of those people that try to sell those that whiskey in there. Um, and I would tell you, if you're a roadie, be mindful of people that are trying to sell you whiskey. There's a lot of scammers out there. Yeah. 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 There's And the bourbon roadies, it's one strike, you're out. So it's not like three strikes, you're out. One strike, you're out. So... Uh, don't take any chances. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how many shows we do a week, Jim? We do two shows a week. We do a short episode like today's. We call it our Craft Distillery Monday. On every Wednesday, we'll do a longer version, a medium format show, about an hour long, where we'll take a deep dive on a subject, a group of bottles. Uh, we'll have a guest on. We'll travel somewhere. We'll do something. 
you know, all kinds of fun stuff happens on Wednesdays. Uh, we'd love to have you listen to both shows every week. And also, in order to make sure that you don't miss a show, what should they do? Well, you want to scroll it up on whatever app you're listening to us on. Hit that subscribe button. It'll let you know that, hey, these two jokers, they're doing some more shows. They're putting more content out there. Um, and then you're going to scroll on down and we hope you hit that five star review. Otherwise, the big bad booty daddy of bourbon, my alter ego is going to bring a bottle to your house. We're going to drink that thing. and You never can tell what will happen. <laughs> so I'm crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. Well, uh, we always want to know what you guys have to say. There's several ways to reach out to us. You can go to our website where we sell our swag and we have our blog and you can actually listen to the shows there if you want. Uh, but we also have an online store there where you can buy our stuff. Uh, but there's also a contact us page. And if you just want to reach out to us, that's a great place to do it. You can also write us an email. Mike and I are both very accessible. I'm Jim at the bourbon road.com. He's Mike at the bourbon road.com. Uh, but probably the best way is to reach us on Instagram. I'm Jay Shannon 63. I'm one big chief and we will see you down the bourbon road. You know, you can't drink whiskey without glassware. And Mike and I are extremely pleased to have a sponsor like Premium Bar Products. Premium Bar Products offers direct-to-consumer the finest whiskey glasses, cocktail glasses, and bar tools with your own personal engraving. I mean, you can write anything you want on these glasses. Anything from a company logo to a personal statement and there are no minimum orders. Their direct consumer platform offers you the opportunity to purchase small quantities of your favorite glass shapes that enhance the pleasure of enjoyment and drinking a whiskey and make it all very positive. They offer the absolute finest trending and handmade glasses as well as a comprehensive range of styles and all of their items have been designed with purpose, practicality and longevity in mind. So if you're a bourbon or whiskey group and you need custom logos, you need to reach out to Premium Bar Products. If you're an individual, you just want a few for your bar to impress your friends, to give out as gifts, you need to call Premium Bar Products. They need to be your one and only source for custom glassware. I can tell you right now, the Bourbon Road, that's who we use. Janie and Carson and the team there at Premium Bar Products will take care of you. They'll treat you like family and they'll take care of you with every order.